They say a loss in combat sports is a blessing in disguise. It gives you an opportunity to learn your weaknesses and become a better fighter. And sure, that all sounds well and good, and some of the greatest of all time have lost, but you know what just sounds cooler? Going undefeated. Successfully beating every person who ever got locked inside a cage with you, and keeping that little O next to your name that says, I'm the best fighter on the planet, prove me wrong. And more often than not, it translates into fan support. Eventually, most fighters run into a bad style matchup, a fighter with more experience, or even end up getting caught. But until that happens, being undefeated not only sounds cool, but it surrounds you with an aura of invincibility. No one has ever seen you lose, so the thought of defeat in most fans' eyes is an impossibility. Boom! Crypto.com is back with a serious game changer, fight fans. From April the 9th at 6am Eastern Time, 11am UK time for the first time ever. Ahead of UFC 273, you'll be able to vote for the Crypto.com fan bonus of the night. It's a voting mechanic that allows UFC fans to vote for their top three fighters of the night, and the fighter with the most votes will earn $30,000 in Bitcoin with second place getting 20,000 and 10 grand for third place. The fan bonus provides a unique opportunity for you at home to help your favorite fighters and those up and coming win cryptocurrency cash prizes. Not only do they have a chance of winning, but so do you at home. Just by going ahead and voting, you can win UFC store gift cards, early access NFTs, and even fight pass subscriptions. So everybody wins. Voting starts 12 hours before UFC 273 and closes 30 minutes after the main event. All you have to do to cast your vote is go to crypto.com slash fan bonus or click the link in the description below. More on that later, but for now, here is the 10 most hyped active undefeated fighters. Number 10, Mohamed Mokayev. Despite only having one fight in the UFC, Mohamed Mokayev proved to everyone, yes, the hype is real. Because there was a ton of it heading into his UFC debut in London coming from the IMAFs, the International Mixed Martial Arts Federation. They are the global body for mixed martial arts, not only providing regulation, but also developing the sports rule set and hosting pretty much the toughest amateur division in the world. This is where Mokayev cut his teeth against a host of international talents. 22 fights is a long time to stay at an amateur level, but when you're winning all of them and still haven't reached your 21st birthday, I say go for it. Mokhaev was born in Dagestan, but didn't learn to wrestle there. He actually trained under Oleg Duritznitz at the Manchester Wrestling Academy after immigrating to the UK at a young age. So the hype for Mokhaev is not unfounded, and yeah, pretty much began before he even turned pro. Here's just some of his achievements. Two-time IMAF World Champion, two-time IMAF European Champion, six-time British Wrestling Champion, two-time ADCC British Open Gold Medalist, and one-time European BJJ Champion. Yeah, he's still 21. Then after he eventually turned pro, he jumped over to Brave, which has quickly become one of the fastest growing promotions in the Middle East, and he continued his win streak, beating far more experienced opponents. His grappling heavy style has just looked on another level compared to everyone he's been locked in the cage with, and there aren't a lot of 125ers to be excited about these days, but Mikhaev is definitely one of them. He keeps a high pace, has dynamic striking with TKOs and submissions on his record, and if you heard the crowd during his UFC debut at the O2, the arena was packed and screaming, even though it was only the first fight of the night. The UFC for sure have a star on their hands, and he's yet to meet his equal. Number 9, Sean Brady. There's a fair few regional promotions that the UFC look to when window shopping for new talent. No, the WWE doesn't count, but the Cage Fury Fighting Championships does. CFFC has been operating mainly in the northeast of the US since 2006, launching the careers of Aljo Sterling, Anthony Smith, Paul Felder, and Jimmy Rivera. Well, they also fostered the early career of 15-0 undefeated UFC welterweight Sean 
Brady, who made his pro debut at CFFC in 2014. Five years later, and the Philadelphian was 10-0, the welterweight champion and being called the greatest prospect the promotion had ever seen. That's all well and good, but how does that translate into UFC competition? Well, it turns out pretty damn well. Brady has a black belt under Daniel Gracie, training out of the renowned Henzo Gracie Philly, and shit, my man has been dominating with the jiu-jitsu. Brady is also a physical specimen, so that combined with his grappling ability has made him a nightmare for any opponent he's faced, and if his grappling credentials needed any more reinforcement or fan hype, he just beat Craig Jones in 2021, who was not only one of the best pound-for-pound grapplers on the planet, but was undefeated in competition for the entire year. Yeah, Brady is just that good. Someone will die. Of fun. Since joining the UFC, he's slowly built a decent record, knocking off tough competition, including Michael Chiesa, Jake Matthews, and Court McGee, but it's really his performances that have done all the talking. The majority of Brady's hype is really surrounding his skill set, just how dominant he is, especially in top position, and it's going to take a serious wrestler or grappler to stop him. He's made his way inside the top 10, now sitting at number 8. The hold of Philly is behind him, and there are many that believe UFC gold is in his future. Number 8, Umar Nurmagomedov. Being the first cousin to one of the greatest of all time will certainly get a lot of people talking about your own MMA career, especially if you also happen to share the same last name. When you add to that, he's also as dominant, has the same wrestling background, but can also throw more kicks than Hitmon Lee. Yeah, you might just have a star on your hands. Umar Namagamadov is currently sitting at 14-0. Now, he's only had two fights in the UFC, so he's not had much of a chance to lose as some people on this list. But from what we've seen, this guy is the complete package. Obviously, he has the wrestling background to at any point take the fight to the canvas. He scored 5 takedowns in his UFC debut and topped it off with a nice rear naked choke. And he may have only had two UFC fights, but he took on Brian Kelleher in his second, who's a legit MMA vet, and he finished him in the first round with another rear naked choke. He's going to face tougher competition as he moves up the rankings, but he's also only 28 years old with an 83% striking defense, so he would appear to have plenty of time to do it. It also helps in the world of MMA, having Khabib in your corner is like walking to the cage with the Terminator, so it's safe to say there's a lot of fans that believe in his ability. Number 7. Casey O'Neill Without a doubt inheriting the ancient Boudicca bloodline, we watched the rise of Casey O'Neill in 2021. She made a splash at media interviews with her blended Aussie Scott accent and charming personality alongside three consecutive wins and finishes against established 125ers in the UFC, including TKOing Shayna Dobson and the world-famous sister Antonina Shevchenko. Those performances really opened up fans' eyes to this new dynamic ball of fury coming through the division. She's been training kickboxing since the age of four and picked up BJJ after moving to Australia as a kid. Since then she's built a solid 9-0 undefeated resume, three big wins in 2021 in the UFC, and then earlier this year she took on Roxanne Modafferi, who's always been a great test for women at flyweight. And although it wasn't easy, she moved past her and is looking upwards at the rest of the division. She fights at an extremely high pace, which is almost suffocating for a lot of her opponents, as she threatens with submissions, often forcing them to constantly play catch-up. She won numerous awards last year, including Rookie of the Year at MMA Fighting, and why wouldn't she? She was one of two fighters last year who made their UFC debut and picked up three finishes in the same year, and now has the longest active win streak of anyone in the division. She's the only female fighter apart from Tatiana Suarez, who almost made this list, that is currently undefeated in the UFC. She has a long way to go to the title, but the fan base is really behind her, recognizing that it's not easy to deliver in the way she's done already and so early in her UFC career. And considering that was also her first year in the US with new coaches, a new team, and without her dad in her corner, I can only expect great things in the future. Number six, Reiner Derrida. 
In the age of chivalry, being pure of heart and body was imperative. Otherwise, you might as well have been in the wild hunt. And you don't need to tell that to the Dutch knight, Reiner de Ridder, who's remained untarnished by evil throughout his entire career and is now sitting at an impressive 15-0 record while holding two world championships at the same time. De Ridder is the first entry on this list that's not currently in the UFC. Instead, he's been over in one championship, quite literally taking the biggest names they have and beating every one of them. His hype has also been helped by the fact he's from Holland, a nation of kickboxers with a long history in the sport and several legends to their name, including Baz Rutten, Alastair Overeem, and Gegard Mousasi, just to name a few. And you can be damn sure he's looking to count himself among them. Angla and Song was long considered one of the greatest MMA talents outside of the UFC, and he proved it when he won the one middleweight championship in 2017, and then in the following year picked up the light heavyweight belt as well. And he defended both of them up until 2020, cementing his place as one of the most dominating forces in the sport. But Reiner choked him out in the first round and claimed the middleweight title, and then the following year took the light heavyweight one off of him as well, and basically in the process, the king of one championship crown. The Dutch Knight holds black belts in both judo and BJJ, training since the age of five, dominating the European grappling scene along the way, and his takedowns and throws are now a key part of his MMA game. As is his tendency to hunt for submissions like a blood-frenzied shark at all times, the fight is on the canvas. Hello. Who knows if he'll eventually make the transition to the UFC? I'd certainly like to see it, but for as long as he remains undefeated, the fan base will be buzzing about his potential to unseat any champion in a rival organization, and I expect if he keeps winning, the chat will only continue. Number 5. Shavkat Rachmanov it's already been proven in MMA that if you wear a hat to your walkouts, you're more likely to go undefeated. The bigger the hat, the better the record. And now another man who's adopted this ethos is Shavkat Rachmanov, whose hat is not only big, but it's fluffy. He's also got a killer skill set when it comes to MMA. Standing six foot one, he's tall and lanky for the 170 weight class, where he's been able to unleash a variety of kicks at distance until he closes it, gets the fight to the mat, and dominates with his grappling and jiu-jitsu. As an amateur, he competed in the WMAA, the World Mixed Martial Arts Association Championships, and won the world and Asian titles. And since then, he's built a 15-0 undefeated record, every single one of them coming by finish. And my God, does he have a lot of different ways to end a fight. KOs with body punches, trying chokes, guillotines, head kicks, and his most recent UFC fight, a freaking spinning hook kick. Several MMA media members are super hyped on him as well, including Luke Thomas, who told everyone after his recent win to pay attention. He has a bright future written all over him. He's awesome. This guy is also non-stop action and entertainment, never been in a boring fight, and most people unable to stay in there long enough for him to even have a chance to slow down his offense. 170 is pretty stacked as a division, and there's a ton of killers for him to fight on the way up, but what he brings to the table is so extremely unique, well-rounded, and with a hat like that, how can fans not want to see more of him? Since 2020, he's picked up three wins in the UFC, but so far has only been able to fight once per year. Hopefully, we will see more of him in 2022, as given enough competition, I'm sure he could go all the way to a title and who doesn't want to see more spinning hook kicks of destruction. Number 4. Bryce Mitchell Yeah, he's from Arkansas, and now he's fought through the dark and saw his way to an undefeated 15-0 record. Now, technically, for some reason, the UFC have included one loss. Really don't know why. Most it's assumed because of his loss in the semi-final on Tough, but a ton of other fighters lost in the Ultimate Fighter, and they didn't count those. Why are you the way that you are? Because the outcomes of fights aren't reported to the commission right away, they have to be exhibition bouts, but go figure. In my mind, and in the minds of Wikipedia, Tapology, Sherdog, and the general MMA public, he's still undefeated in pro competition. And guess what? 
what else? He's been slowly chugging along in his hype tractor, sowing the MMA fan base with the seeds of his superstardom. Okay, maybe I'm going a little too far with the farm puns. Either way, Bryce is on his way to becoming a star if he's not one already. Apart from dropping the hottest MMA fighter mixtape since in and out of love splash like a peak gram in an Olympic-sized swimming pool, he's now on a five-fight win streak in the UFC. Joining the roster after he was eliminated during season 27 of The Ultimate Fighter was actually a season that only had undefeated fighters compete in it. Fun fact, Bryce is the only fighter from that season to still have his O intact. Oh! And after that, he started making his way through the UFC's featherweight division, showcasing an unrelenting grappling game where he never sits still for more than five seconds. Sneak in a little wedgie. Oh, come on, bro! <laughs> he picked up submission of the year and made a couple of thousand fans in 2019, where he secured the second twister in UFC history. Made Eddie Bravo proud with that one. And then he continued dominating and cooking featherweights like a freshly cut pile of okra. After a dominant performance over Edson Barbosa, where he even knocked down the legendary striker, those who weren't believers in the Arcasian are converted. And he's now ranked ninth in division and his high-paced grappling attack is surely going to give anyone problems. I also forgot to mention, he's an extremely engaging personality, not afraid to speak his mind, and definitely hits that core MMA fan base of fighting fanatics. He fights hard, and that's his job. I, I kind of hope after the fight they just kind of hug it out. Number three, Ilya Taporia. No idea why they call this man El Matador. He's anything but. He's El Toro, the ball who chases down his opponents and pounds them with lever until they end up slumped into a corner. Ilya Taporia joined the roster in 2020, making his debut on Fight Island, but his last three wins in the organization have all come by vicious KO, all but one in the first round, and yeah, it's been pretty hard to ignore this guy since then. His devastating KO power has put out the likes of Ryan Hall and Jai Herbert, but he also has a full and complete MMA game package to head straight to the top of the division. If you didn't know, Ilya was born in Germany to Georgian parents and moved to the country when he was just seven, where he began learning Greco-Roman wrestling at school and later started training in BJJ. In fact, along with his brother Alex, he was the first ever Georgian to receive a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He even won his first seven pro fights by submission. Speaking of Georgians, he's not the only one to find success in the UFC. In fact, there's a whole wave of talent on the rise and the country has piled on support for its own, effectively making them superstars in their own country. His recent run with Paddy the Baddy has put his name on the lips of a lot more UFC fans, even if it is under the moniker of Hand Sanitizer Boy but he scored another show-stopping knockout at UFC London following that incident, which is a great way to translate those new eyeballs into fans. He's at lightweight now as well as featherweight, so he has a ton of options in who he wants to fight next, and the threat of his power as well as grappling game means he's pretty much good to match up with anyone in the division, and he's just getting started. Number 2, AJ McKee Dude, Bellator completely struck gold when they discovered AJ McKee. Before he even started competing, he was already famous amongst the hardcore fan base as his dad, Antonio McKee, went on a seven-year unbeaten streak between 2003 and 2010, where he picked up 14 wins before making the UFC debut the fans had been long asking for. He lost a boring split decision to Jacob Volkman and was immediately cut after one fight, but that kind of only added to his dad's legend. I love your father. If you're not aware, Bellator will straight up sign amateur fighters, have them make their pro debut and match make them accordingly throughout their career. And this is what they did with AJ when he was 0-0 in 2015. Flash forward seven years and McKee's record now reads 18-0 with every single one of those pro wins coming in Bellator, the longest win streak the promotion has ever seen. He's a completely homegrown superstar. Did I say struck gold? If this was a 90s post-apocalyptic film where the world has turned entirely to water, they'd finally found dirt. You're dirt. <laughs> 
Every single test he's had, he has passed, including the 2020 Bantamweight Grand Prix, which had 16 of the most dangerous men on the planet, including former champion Darian Caldwell, who he neck cranked and tapped in just over one minute, and absolute MMA legend Patricio Pitbull, who was on a seven-fight win streak. AJ tapped him as well, this time at just under two minutes. It's now at the point where a lot of fans think AJ could give Volkanovski a run for his money, and it's a shame we'll never get cross-promotion, but I wouldn't be surprised if McKee pulls a Chandler and makes a switch to the UFC to round out his career, and to be honest, if he keeps winning, I'm sure that will be the cry from every hardcore MMA fan on the planet. The mercenary is equipped with a full loadout of MMA's most dangerous weapons. He's got a full range of strikes on the feet, including some brutal head kicks he's finished people with, dangerous knees in the clinch, long, accurate straight punches, his own McKeotine, as well as a wrestling base and a full grappling arsenal. He's only 26 years old, and mark my words, if he keeps winning, you're the next Douglas Bubble Trousers. Number one, Hamzat Chemaev. Without a doubt, the Chechen Wolf Chemaev might be the most hyped prospect in UFC history. Yes, Connor paved the way for the new generation, but Hamzat is already on another level. Shrouded in mystery about how good his skill set is, the lands he comes from, and his lack of English, meaning all he ever does is talk about eating, devouring, and smashing his prey. Everybody! I come here for everybody! Kill everybody! I mean, could you be more appealing? Hamzat is undefeated at 10-0, but he was also undefeated in his freestyle wrestling career at 23-0. And according to him, he's never lost a fight and certainly doesn't plan on doing so. That's ancient Greek demigod status right there. And it's not just his record, though, or his dominant wrestling background. It's literally the fact this man has done things we've never seen in the octagon before. Like literally picking his opponents up, smashing them into the canvas and pummeling them, which, let's face it, isn't a fight. That's assault, brother. I don't know what got fans more hyped. Turning around in 10 days after his UFC debut to go down a weight class and dominate the entire fight without taking a strike or then go up to middleweight as opposed wrestler and to fight the guy with the most subs in the division and then knocking him out with one punch. Shit, imagine if you were a hater. I mean, what the hell do you say now? Is haters because they ain't us. They hate us because we ain't us? Then he had his first air quotes proper test in the Leech Lee Jing Liang, who's proven to be resilient for many, but nah, literally picked him up, carried him over to the corner while talking to Dana White, smashed him and tapped him out in three minutes. I don't say it often, but yeah, the hype is real, at least that's how it seems. When Connor did everything he said at every step of his UFC career and then KO'd Jose Aldo in 13 seconds, he basically felt like some kind of mystic god. Some fans have already felt that feeling about Hamzat, and he's not even in the top 10 yet. Time will surely tell, but come on, if you want to know who's the most hyped under prospect in MMA, this is this man right here. Thank you very much for watching everyone today. Please go ahead and like and subscribe if you did enjoy the content. We upload at least three videos every week for your viewing pleasure. Go ahead and leave a comment below if you want to join in the discussion and follow us on Twitter at MMA on Point and myself at Balian underscore plays. You can now jump in and join the community discord as well if you want to continue the discussion further and I hope you've enjoyed yourselves. I'll see you in the next one.